Hi guys, hope we get to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Let's get a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow. We try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. Uh, you can find the podcast on YouTube, and you can also find the podcast anywhere that you can get your podcast. And we're just so thankful that you guys are here with us today. All right, so we have some people excited for this podcast. And I think people were excited about this because it's it's very relatable. And what I mean by that is, you know, you may find yourself in this situation but also, even if you're not in it, you've been in it before. So on either side of the coin, it's extremely relatable. And I think a lot of people are in this situation. So I'm hoping we can the scripture can help today. So the topic is this. Are things getting too heavy? Are things getting too heavy? Let's see if we can lighten that load. Are things getting too heavy? Let's see if we can lighten that load. So let's introduce it this way. So the word, the word heavy just sounds heavy, doesn't it? Man, it's heavy. Well, I mean, like when you just say the word, like you just, you feel something on your back, right? Man, it's it's heavy, right? And so sometimes the stresses of this life um, seem to make things harder to carry. And as we, as we grow, and as we mature and as more responsibilities and more things come on us, sometimes those loads can, it doesn't mean you, you can't carry it, but just because you can carry it doesn't mean you won't get tired. And so th- those loads can become extremely difficult and it, become, it can become heavy to carry. And so maybe as you're listening, maybe you can relate to this. So maybe you're a person right now whose life is just work. And what do I mean by that? So you will help and you will do other things and you will be other places where you need to be. But outside of those other necessities, you're only at work. Like work is your life. Work is what you do, right? Work is, work is exactly who you are. I mean, that's what you do. And so in that case, maybe your job has become too heavy for you, right? Maybe if you're listening, maybe you're a single parent. And maybe you're trying to make ends meet. And so, you know, you're doing everything for, for your family. You're doing everything for your kids as you're, as you're supposed to, right? You're doing all this. But the thing about the family is God never intended for it to be one person. God intended for that load to be with two people. I know our society has normalized the one person, but God didn't intend it to be that way. God intended it to be two. And so maybe that has become your weight, right? Maybe that that becomes heavy for you, or or maybe number three, maybe you're a, maybe you're a student, right? And if anybody knows school, it's me. You know, out of high school, I've been in I've been through school and grad school, you know, seven years straight. You know, I know school. School can overtake you. You know, you got a paper here, you got a test here, you got another class here, you got extra credit here, and that's just one class. And you're taking a full load. You're taking four classes, right? So, I mean, that can overtake you, right? All these things can become weights for us. And all these things can just get heavier and heavier. But here's the catch. Many of us, sometimes we don't want others to know that it's heavy. So every day, what we'll do, we'll just keep adding. We'll just keep adding. Even though it it doesn't mean you can't carry it, but you're going to keep adding to it and adding to it. So here's the thing we think in our pride sometimes. We've been carrying this weight 
for so long by ourselves, why in the world should I stop and ask for help? And, and to be honest with you, sometimes, sometimes that's my issue. I, you know, I am, I can do things on my own and it's hard for me to stop. Sometimes it's hard for me to slow down. And so we can have that, we can have that mindset of why stop? Why stop and ask for help? And here's the thing about, you know, carrying all, all this weight of what you do. Just because you carry something well doesn't mean that the thing that you carry well isn't running you to the ground. Let me say that again. Just because you carry something well does not mean that thing that you're carrying well is not running you into the ground. Sometimes, you know, our our society uplifts you you know you're strong by yourself you're independent by yourself you're a boss by yourself you don't need nobody just go hard get the bag be be you know get everything that you want get this big house get this car and do it by yourself too and if anybody comes along cut them off cut them off you see what i'm saying this is what we glorify and this attitude has creeped into the church and to our men and women it has creeped in and so people will carry whatever they got to carry because that's just what they know. That's what they know. They just know all I know is working at this job and giving eight to nine hours a day and doing it again tomorrow. That's all I know. All I know is just being by myself with all these kids. That's all I know. School, papers, work, papers, and more school is all I know. So just because you carry something well doesn't mean that thing is not running you to the ground without you knowing it. So does this sound like you today? Is it is this relatable? If so, man, let me tell you, this podcast is, is for all of us. It's for all of us, but it's for you today. It's for you today too. So as we look at this, are things getting too heavy? Let's see if we can lighten that, right? So I want to look through a text here. And this text is, um, it comes from Numbers chapter 11. And we're going to look at Moses. And Moses went through the same situation. But let's see how how Moses kind of faltered through it, but also how he was helped through it. So we're going to just look at one text. We're going to just walk through here. In Numbers chapter 11, Numbers 11, um, beginning in verse 11. And if if you're new to the podcast, like we always say, we open up our Bibles here so you guys can go back and check and study, ask questions, all that great stuff. So we want you guys to have proof so you guys can look at and look at it for yourselves in black and white. So Numbers 11, um, beginning in verse number 10, right? So let's get some context. So Moses heard the people weep throughout their families, every man in the door of his tent. Um, And the anger of the Lord was kindled greatly. Moses was also displeased. And Moses said unto the Lord, why have you afflicted thy servant? And why have I not found favor in thy sight that thou mayest lay the burden of all this people upon me? So here's the situation. Moses, through the help of the Lord, help save God's people. And as he's doing that, now he's walking through the wilderness and what are the people doing? Verses one through nine of chapter 11, all they do is complain. Every step, every move, every decision that Moses makes and doesn't make, somebody's always got something to say about it. And then they tell 15 other people and then they start complaining. Can you imagine being in that position? I mean, it's, it's real. 
I'll tell you that it's real. I mean, it's 100% real. And so think about Moses. He's got the, the children of Israel is his work. And that's all he knows is them. All I know is taking care of you. Obviously, he was a shepherd. Obviously, he he learned so much in Egypt, right? Acts Acts chapter seven, I believe, or six, that it mentions the 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 training that Moses got. So he knows a lot of other things, but up to this point, my life is you guys. My life is helping you because this is what God wants me to do. And so Moses understands what it's like to be consumed with just one thing. Like he gets it. So now, notice the mindset of Moses, verse eleven. So they're complaining, and then Moses said, why have you afflicted thy servant? You know, when things get heavy and when things get tough, is it God's fault that things are getting heavy and things are getting tough? It's it's not his fault. Most of the time, the reason why things in our lives are heavy, because we put ourselves in situations for it to be made heavy. So to that person that their life, all their life is, is just work. Is it possible that you could have put yourself in that situation because you need that job? And without it, you know, man, I couldn't survive. So is that, did God do that to you? No. To the single parent, right? Doing all these things. Obviously, single parents, some could have been single parents for right reasons. Some are single parents because of their own decisions. Sometimes, is it is it the other person? Absolutely, it is. But sometimes, is it your choices? Absolutely, it is. To the person who just, who just goes to school, right? All this stuff, this is all I do. It's all I do. It's all I do. It's all I do. Is it possible that we're not looking at the scripture enough, Matthew chapter 6? Seek ye first the kingdom. Seek you first a different type of school. Maybe we're lacking in one in one area in our lives. And here's the thing this this teaches. Sometimes what we can do is you remember like a pie chart, and on that pie chart, sometimes you can compare certain things on a pie chart. And what we can do is because we're doing so well on one half, we think we're doing great because we're doing so well on one half. But you can't let the other other side of it lack just because you're doing great on one side. And so with a lot of us, school, work, all this stuff, this is all we know. So we're doing great on this side. But God, growing, developing, becoming a better Christian, you know, learning the faith, learning the scripture, that side, it's just when I have time. You see how it can be lopsided? So look at what Moses is doing here in this text. So notice who Moses blames. Why have you done this? You've afflicted me. But is it God afflicting him? No, it's the people. Here's a good lesson for Moses too in his in this situation. Sometimes because of what people do to you and say to you or, or whatever, whatever the case is, sometimes we can let what people do give a image of what God is too. So think about this. Moses blames God for this, for that situation, right? The children of Israel associated with God, right? They're complaining to Moses. So because the children of Israel who are associated with God are complaining against Moses, now what does Moses think? Lord, why, why are you doing this to me? But is it God? 
No, it's the people associated with God that are doing it. See, here's here's what Moses didn't realize. And I was talking to Sam Lawrence last night about a few things, but we were looking at this text in Numbers 11. And I'm going to quote Sam on this because this was great. We were looking at that text. And when when we read, um, wherefore, why have you afflicted thy servant? Sam said this. We say that God doesn't care when really it's the people around us that don't care. But the people that are around us that don't care, guess who we put, we charge that to whose account? We charge that to God's account when it's not him, when it's, it's not him. And so now notice the faulty mindset now that, that Moses has. So now he says, well, why have you afflicted thy servant? And then notice what else he says. Why have I not found favor in your sight? See, now Moses Moses went into the second phase of this. So now he blames God for his situation that he thinks is too heavy. Now he's saying, how come I haven't found favor in your sight? See, now naturally, now you start looking around. Sometimes you'll look around at others and say, well, how come I haven't found favor? How come I haven't found favor? See, all of this that Moses is asking, all of this is based on not how God has treated him. All of these questions are based on how others are treating him. So now let's make some application for us. Are things getting too heavy? Right now, to the person whose life is straight up work, how do you like that? How do you like it? Your answer might be, I can do it. I can take it. I've been doing it. That's not what I asked. I asked, how do you like it? It's affecting you in a different way. And only you know how that's affecting you. To the single parent, you can do it, right? You've been doing it. But how do you really like it, though? Is this something that you would have wished upon yourself years ago? Probably not. To the person who's in school, I can do it. I could do the work. I've been doing it. But do you like it? How how is it affecting you? See, all these people in these situations, things are getting heavy. But here's what we tend to do sometimes. is the stresses at work, the stresses of being a single parent, the stresses of school, the stresses of whatever. What happens because of what the job and other things do to us, guess whose account we charge that on? God, why are you afflicting me this way? God, how come I haven't found favor in your sight to find something better? But is it God's fault? It's not. So here's what we have to understand about this topic. Are things getting too heavy? In order to understand that weight that's on your back, you got to understand God never put the weight on you. We're allowing the weight to be there. Why? Because of our decisions. Because of what, we, what we're what we deciding to do. So now all of this is happening. And now Moses is charging this on God's account when it wasn't God's fault. And sometimes with the stresses in our lives, 
most of the time they're self-afflicted. Maybe the Lord is trying to teach us something, right? In, in Hebrews, the Lord chastens us as sons. Maybe the Lord is putting you through certain things, but we don't know. But regardless of what he is or is not doing, you cannot charge it to him to say, God, this is your fault. See, there's a difference between testing and telling God this is your fault. There's a difference. That's a difference. So now we saw the situation. This is what Moses is going through. So now let's look at the sigh, right? S-I-G-H, right? So let's, let's, let's read verse, um, verse 14, 14 and 15. I am not able to bear all these people alone because it's too heavy for me. And if thou deal thus with me, kill me, I pray thee, out of, out of hand. If I found favor in thy sight, let me not see my wretchedness. It's too heavy. So you ever, you ever see, um, you ever see somebody maybe, uh, you know, just working or, or just tired and, you know, you see somebody working as they're doing their job and maybe they don't even know they're doing it, but they just let out one of those, uh, you know, just one of those, they're just, they're tired. They'll keep working. They'll keep doing what they're doing, but they just, uh, you know what I mean? They just give that sigh, right? That just, I'm tired. It doesn't mean that I won't stop working, but I'm just, this is affecting me in a different way. I'm just tired, right? I'm not able. So Moses had gotten to the point where he said, I can't. That's that's actually the first step of God beginning to help him. So his his own solution for himself, and we'll see that wasn't great, right? Verse 15, but verse 14 Notice, in order for God to help him, he had to tell somebody that I can't do it by myself. It's too heavy. He had to tell somebody. So here's my question to you. When was the last time you came to anybody, to anybody and said, hey, things have been pretty tough lately. Um, can you pray for me? When was the last time you did that? I mean, if it takes a while. This might let you know you you may have been in, in the state that Moses was in. He had been doing this for a while, but he said, I can't. Like it's, it's too heavy. I can't bear this by myself. Sometimes your load that you normally carry, sometimes that load gets heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier. And you you have to get to, and here's the thing. You'll either get to one to two points. It'll become too heavy where you you have to ask for help. You have to. Or it'll come to a point where the moment that you should ask for help, because of your own pride and ego, you will still try to uphold it yourself. And the thing that you're working towards is going to be your downfall. It's going to crush you. And you know what? Remember, remember, you know, the text mentions you have not because you ask not. Maybe that comfort that we're looking for, and here's the thing about it, the person that's just overworked at work, the person that's a single parent, the person that's just overschooled, the one thing that they're, that they want to say that they, they tell themselves that they can't say is they want to say it's too heavy. They want to say it, but I think a part of working so hard too, I think a part of feeling like you can do it on your own. 
I think a part of it is fear. Because I think a part of it is I'm I kind of have to prove to myself that I don't need anybody. I want to prove to myself that I can overwork myself. I can be my own person. I can be my own boss. I can get my own bag and I don't need anybody else to get it. And it's it's almost like we are overworking ourselves, not because of the job, but because I want to prove to everybody else around me that I don't need you. If that's the case, too, that's dangerous. That is extremely dangerous. Because here, Moses had gotten to the point where he said, I can't do it. Guys, I, he's telling God. I mean, think about the same person that called him in Exodus to say, go set my people free. He's telling the same God, I can't. I, I just can't do this anymore. It's too heavy. It's just too heavy. And and we have to get to that point where just because you say it's too heavy, it doesn't mean you're going to stop working. But also you might have to let people know, hey, man, like I'll keep doing my job. I'll keep doing what I need to do, but I need some I need something or I need some encouragement. I need some help here. And the, the, here's the thing about as we studied this, Moses was, I mean, just looking through the text, Moses was the strongest. And here's the thing about it, guys. Sometimes the strongest people that you know in your life are the ones who need the help the most, but they won't ask for it. Why? Like we mentioned before, because of pride, because up to this point, nobody, I never needed anybody. Or ego to show everybody that I can do it. Or three, and here's what here's the thing I found. I used to think this was just a guy thing. Through my years, I've seen women thinking this way now too. I don't want to show you weakness. A lot of a lot of our young ladies that are Christians think that way now. A lot of our young I don't want to show him that I need them. I don't want to show him. I want to show him that I'm independent. I want to show him that I'm strong. I want to show him. Just a quick side note. You know what? a, And I can't speak for every guy, but I can use scriptural principles. And I can speak for myself through these scriptural principles. You know, one thing that's attractive to Christian men is that you actually want them and you actually, there's actually a need. There's actually... I'm looking for help because the thing about guys is if you need help, we're there to help. But if you don't need the help, then why, why am I here? If you don't need it or want the help, I'll just go to someone who actually legitimately wants to help. So, I mean, and, and that's, that's a byproduct of our world teaching our young women. You don't need anybody, get the bag, get everything on your own. You, you don't, you are strong enough on your own to never need another person. You are strong enough to never need another person. So if, let's let's be honest for guys and, and girls. If that was the case, if I was supposed to be strong on my own to never need anybody, if you were supposed to be strong enough on your own to never need anybody, why did God give Adam Eve and Eve Adam? Why? From the beginning. So if I'm supposed to be strong enough 
and never need anything and never need a help meet if you're supposed to be strong enough and never need um you know guidance and that husband around the house why would why would god give us each other it doesn't make sense and it, it, that lingo in the world is is messing up so many minds and it's telling us you never it's it's giving you what it's doing it's masking pride i don't need anybody i'm independent i'm strong i'll do it on my own how can you not see the word pride in all of that but because it's it's masked and it's wrapped in a gift bag that says independence then we 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 lose and we miss the 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 evil that's inside that box and the box is just pride but on the outside it looks all pretty you see you see what i'm saying so now look at what moses's solution was so lord if you if you want to deal with me well just kill me i pray thee out of thy hand if i found favor in thy sight let me not see my my wretchedness. Let me not see it. So the crazy thing about that is just Moses had gotten to the point where I'm just I'm just done. I just can't do it anymore. You know, is that you? And and here's the thing about it, guys, is you might not get to the point of Moses where you'll say verse 15. But you may get to the point where your your load that you're carrying that's extremely heavy you may get to the point where even if even if help is offered even if encouragement is offered even if guidance to maybe make that load lighter is offered you'll get to the point where you have already mentally physically and spiritually killed yourself so you don't even want to you don't even want to um receive the help that somebody's willing to give it's i mean it's a it's a mindset that i mean a lot of us have to be honest a lot of us have that mindset and what the world is trying to teach us the world is trying to teach us get to that point where you just overwork and overwork and overwork but then here's the crazy thing about it. At the end, you know, think about Solomon in Ecclesiastes. Solomon said, I had everything. I overworked. I, I, I fulfilled all my ambitions. I did everything I've ever wanted to do. And what if Solomon was a queen and he wrote that? It would have been the same way if it was a guy or a girl. But what did he say at the end? It's all vanity anyway. And then notice how his thought process on, on, on relationships changed. At first, I got everybody I wanted. So he just he was with certain women for ambitions. So if I marry the queen of Egypt, then I can get more land. If I marry the queen here, I get more. So he was marrying these girls not out of love. He was marrying these girls out of advantage. But now notice how his mindset changes later. In Ecclesiastes, he says, I understand now two are better than one. I get it. I get it. Two are better. Because when the one falls, you have someone else to lift them up. You see how he started maturing? So here's the thing about it, guys. If we get this now, 
let's not go through this process in our 20s and our 30s, you know, just slaving ourselves to work. And then once we hit 50, 60, then we finally realize too late in my 20s, 30s, 40s, I should have realized two are actually better than one. I should have realized that earlier. So now notice are things getting too heavy? Let's see if we can lighten that load. So now we saw the situation. We saw the sigh, right? I'll just, ah, I just, I can't do it anymore. Now, number three, now we're going to see the soothe. You see that word heavy sounded just, ugh, right? It sounded heavy, right? But that word soothe, like my, like my shoulders naturally just went down. Soothe. <laughs> like you remember Lion King, right? Mufasa, Ooh, right? Mufasa, right? It's, there's certain words that just make your body do certain things. So that word soothe, right? It's just, it's calming. So let's, let's, let's introduce it this way before we read this. Actually, before we do that, one more quick thing. If you want to support the podcast, you can go to www.anchor.fm slash when scriptures become real slash support, and you can support the podcast there. And we'd be so appreciative if you could do that for us there. Okay. So the soothe. So it's like this sometimes. So let's say what you're dealing with, right? It's just, it's heavy, right? Whether you admit it, whether you know it, you know it, right? It's heavy. So sometimes when you're hungry, right? Let's let's explain it this way. Just follow me. Let's say when you're real hungry, right? And let's say you just have a you just have a taste for something, right? You just got a you just got a taste for like a a good steak, right? Other foods that you would have that that'll satisfy your body too, right? Yeah, I mean it'll nourish it, but it doesn't it it wouldn't taste the same as the thing that you've been tasting for. So if you had a taste for a steak, how was that feeling when you actually get what you've been wanting? Oh man, this is it. This is hitting right now. This is exactly what I wanted. Exact I mean the the thought of the taste, how it how it looks, how it's presented, this is exactly what I've been wanting. Doesn't mean that a pizza wouldn't have worked. Doesn't mean something else wouldn't have worked. And I would have ate it and been grateful for it. But it's not hitting like this, though. You, you see what I'm saying? It's not hitting like this. So now think about this. In your heavy situation, right? Being a being an overworked young man or young woman, being a overworked single single woman or single parent that's a male being an overworked single single woman single guy or even married in these situations uh man as well at, at school you ever that 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 weight that you've been feeling have you ever needed like a certain a certain level of encouragement right just a certain level of encouragement and then you just didn't get it or, or you got it, but it wasn't, it wasn't what you needed to hear in the moment. doesn't mean that, that it, it wasn't effective, right? Like the other foods, but it, it just didn't, it just didn't hit right. Does that make sense? So now think about, think about what Moses is going through. This is heavy. I'm, I want to quit. I need, I need something to, to keep me going. I need something. And before we keep going, here's the power of encouragement. 
when you have somebody reach out to you, try to respond in the way that you would want to be responded back to. Man, it's been such a tough week. I mean, I've been tired. I've been hurting Jordan. I just, I don't know what to do. Brother, I'm so sorry. Sis, I'm so sorry you feel that way. I mean, what what happened? How how can I how can I be of an encouragement? Do you need anything? Isn't that something that you would want to hear? So so what you would want to hear, give that back. So let's look at the soothe, right? The soothe. So verse number um sixteen. So the Lord said unto Moses in his situation. Gather 70 men of Israel, when you know to be elders of the people and officers over them. Bring them into the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. Now, how, how God, how are you going to soothe me? Notice the, the process here. Here's the first step. And I will come down, and I will talk with you there. Here's how God soothed Moses. Moses, you asked me to kill you. I'm not going to do that. What I am going to do, I'm going to come down and talk with you. You know, sometimes that's all some people need. Sometimes people, some people, right? Not all. Some people need more than others. But notice what God said here. I'm just going to come down and talk with you. Imagine how that would have felt for Moses. Moses, let's talk. Let's sit down. And doesn't. Isn't that what God is willing to do for you in your heaviness? Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So are you letting God talk to you? You see, here's the thing. we In the church, we kind of have this. We have this mindset that if I'm overworked and if I just show up and do things, one day it's just going to click and my life is just going to change and, and hit a 180. You have to let the Lord talk to you. You're not going to get a sign like we talked about in other podcasts. You're not going to get, uh, you know, a message right in a in the sky. It's not just it's not going to happen that way. You have to let the Lord talk to you. So how does He talk to us? Romans ten seventeen. So the faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So here's the question: For you that is in that situation, that feels heavy. How long have you let God talk to you about it? You see, we're missing the first step of the process. So then what else did God say? I will come down and I will talk with you there. Then number two, what does he say? I will take of the spirit, which is upon you, and I will put it on them. Talking about the 70 in verse 16. So now notice the second soothe. Not only will I come down and talk to you, but then number two, the same the same giving spirit, the same loving spirit, the same leadership and disciplined spirit, the same true love for me that you have, I'm going to give what you have and I'm going to take your heart and I'm going to put it within 70 other people so it's not just you anymore. <laughs> How soothing would that be? Think about it. How soothing would that be? Number one, not only is God going to come down and talk to me, but then two, these 70 elders, now they're going to have the same, the same, the same fervor, the same spirit, 
the same love that I have. Now that hits, right? That's what I'm talking about, right? So now as a Christian, sometimes it, it just feels so good, man, to you're not the only one with this mindset. And I'm going to be honest with you as I, as I studied for this and I looked at this text, I'm just going to be 100% honest and, and, and real with you as we look at this. As a Christian person who just happens to be a minister, it is my pleasure to serve. It's my pleasure to give. It's my pleasure to encourage and to, and to preach and to, to, to discipline through the word of God and to be there. And to, it's my pleasure. But to be honest with you, though, sometimes just like Moses, though, sometimes I feel insane. What are you talking about? Sometimes I have these thoughts just like Moses did, because look at his thoughts. Moses said, I can't do it. And Moses said, I, I just I don't have enough left. I just don't have enough left to keep this to keep at this pace. I don't have enough left to keep at this pace. And so sometimes because of the life that God calls us to live, sometimes I ask myself, and this is this is where that kind of insane mindset comes from. Maybe I'm trying too hard. That's a real question. I maybe maybe through the scripture and the things that the Bible's saying, maybe I'm trying too hard. Maybe maybe I'm being too different. Maybe because of the standard that God has set, maybe this is the reason why it repels people from me. Maybe this, maybe because of the, the way that I'm trying to live, maybe that's the reason why it repels people away. Maybe that's the reason. And sometimes when you, when you live the way that the Lord wants you to live, sometimes when you look around you, you feel insane. Am I like, am, am I the one that's seeing the Bible wrong? Am I the one that's seeing it wrong? Is it my, is it me? But then imagine Moses having those same thoughts. And then imagine God coming down to talk to you. You thinking the one that you're insane by living to, the, to this standard. And God saying, no, you're not the one that's crazy. And by the way, the same spirit that you have, I'm going to give it to 70 other people. Come on, man. I mean, if that doesn't soothe Moses, I don't know what does. And maybe that's how you feel as you try to strive for Christ. Maybe I'm insane. Maybe because I'm trying to live so different and I'm, I'm trying to be this Christian guy, this Christian girl that God wants me to be. Maybe I'm the crazy one. Maybe I'm the crazy one. But imagine God coming down and saying, no, you're not. It's not you. And by the way, 70 other people are going to be just like you are to help you. And then number three, how else does God soothe Moses? He tells him that those 70 other people that have your spirit now, they will bear that burden with you. Verse, verse 17, and they shall bear the burden of the people with you that thou bear it not thyself alone. Oh, man. I mean, just just think about the the beauty think about the just think about how Moses feels now man at one point this was so heavy 
so heavy. But now the encouragement that I have, I, let's keep going. Let's keep going, right? It's just, it's a wonderful thing, man. It's just, and think about how how Moses feels now. I, I'm just ready to go. I'm ready to go. And so as we kind of looked through that text, if if that has been you where you're just, maybe you're overworking yourself because you have to, or maybe you're overworking yourself because you're trying to prove to people that you don't need them. Either ways, either ways, you know, left field, to be honest. Either way can be left field. And that's a mindset that, personally, you got to get out of that. I mean, it's just life was never meant for you to run yourself to the ground to prove to yourself and prove to others that I was strong enough to run myself to the ground. Life was meant, yes, to work for yourself and for your family and for the Lord ultimately first. But it was also meant to work with each other. Don't let young ladies, young men, stop letting this world, stop letting other Christians, and stop letting your friends tell you you don't need anybody. Stop stop letting them instill this prideful mindset in you. Stop letting them instill this prideful mindset wrapped in a bow. Stop letting them do that. Let me tell you something. You need people. You need people. This world tells you you don't. But the Bible and God says, number one, you need me and you need your brethren. So let you got to stop. You got to stop with this. So are things getting too heavy? Well, let's see if we can lighten that load. Man, it was just Sam and I literally... I mean, we were talking about other things last night, but we talked about this text. I mean, it ended up being almost a three-hour phone call. I mean, it, it was just amazing to, to study this and to to maybe to look at ourselves to see, man, do we think this way? How can we get better and improve? It's just, I hope I hope that I was able to help you guys today as you studied this and looked through this with me. Go back, right? This might be a shock as you listen to some of these things, but go back and listen to this again. Look at these verses again. Look at how, the world views things and compared to how God views things. Don't bring that junk that the world has into the church and then expect other people to, to just mold to that. Stop. Don't, don't do that. Mold and conform yourself to God. Stop conforming yourself and make and force other people to conform to you and the world. Cause for me, I'm not going to conform to conform to that and conform to anybody that thinks that if, if we're going to conform to anything, me and you are conforming to the word. We're not conforming to anything else. And so let's just let's just study the word together and let's start comparing our lives to the word of God. Man, I, I hope that I was really able to help you guys today as it helped me. Lord willing, we'll be back with another podcast. Um, maybe this week. This week's kind of busy. Um, if not this week, definitely for sure on Monday, Lord willing. So again, we have some requests. It was great to connect with some of you on Facebook. So we'll look at those requests to see if we can get those uh, in pretty soon. And we're just so thankful for what you guys, uh, who you guys are and what you guys do. And uh, just keep living faithful and keep doing the best that you can. Thanks guys.